Hello, and welcome to a special bonus episode of It's a Wrap, Simon and Wayne's spiffing movie review. The podcast you're about to hear is from our test recording from the 9th of July. So now, it's with great pleasure, I hand her over to me and Simon. Hello, I'm Simon Jones. And we're here to talk to you about a number of movies. Hopefully on a semi-regular basis. And with any luck, we'll be able to um, get to a podcast machine fairly quick after seeing the movie, as opposed to four or five weeks like the offering we have today. Uh, which, of course, uh, this week is going to be Drag Me to Hell, the latest film from the wonderful director, Sad, 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 <laughs> sad, sad, sad Sam Raimi. He was quite upset after Spider-Man 3 didn't do very well. No, I'm not surprised. Yeah, a big blockbuster. Yeah, that's why he changed his name from Sam to Sad. Yes, isn't that a sad little tale? Didn't you know that, listeners? We do know. So, what's Drag Me to Hell all about, Wayne? Drag Me to Hell is all about a woman who works in a bank who upsets a gypsy woman, gets cursed, and then all sorts of nefarious things happen to her in a Sam Raimi kind of way. Yes, that is correct. And it seems to be a common theme of being bitten on the chin. There was a lot of chin biting going yes. on. I mean, because another synopsis could be that, as you say, banker woman upsets Gypsy and then gets bitten on the chin for an hour and a half. That's an entirely different film. Is it? It's the Gypsy Chin Biter Woman. Yes, that could be a whole sub-genre, I think. I think in certain parts of Romania, that's quite a popular genre. True, true. Um, But I do get the feeling that the kind of genesis of this film was Sam Raimi at some point in his life... I don't really want to know how he discovered this, but noticing that if someone bites someone on the chin, it's a bit weird. I'm not talking about just like nibbling the end of their chin. It's like a whole lower jaw nibble. Yeah, but we'll point out it's not sexy chin nibbling. But... No, it's quite unpleasant, really. Even without all the gloop, it would still be a bit strange. Especially in public. Yes, it's really not something you should do in public. And I'm thinking no. maybe Sam maybe discovered it in private and then didn't really like it and thought, I know, I'll make a film like that. How will I be able to dress up these chin biting yes because obviously you can't just make a montage of chin biting because that you know no one wants to see that except perhaps Sam Raimi and some of his sad friends yes indeed Uh, hence Banker yes the Banker was played by Alison Lohman she quite a cute little lass did quite well in the film yes yes I'm glad you were pleased with her she's uh, very much not of the kind of Ripley mould so believe it or not Yes, very clever. Uh, but nonetheless, she does fight all the way through to try to not be dragged to hell. Um, clearly, she didn't know what the film was called. But the whole film is about her going through various means, talking to seers and doing seances to try and get this strange devil creature off her back. Does she succeed? Well, they'll have to go and see it to find out. Or probably buy it on DVD. Yes, indeed, because it's probably not at the cinema anymore. I wouldn't have thought so. No. It's about six weeks. Well, not that long. Four weeks, maybe, since we last saw it. Yes, because we are up to the minute with our podcast reviewing. The film also stars Justin Long, who is going to be the voice of Alvin in the new Alvin and the Chipmunks film later this year. Yes, and you may have already seen him in the Dungeons and Dragons movie, if you're one of the five people that saw it, or classic 90s television series Sequest DSV. Who does he play in the Dungeons and Dragons movie? I think he's the main character, isn't he? Like the, the kid hero type person no that, that was the guy who used to be in the Lois and Clark stuff 
Ah, yes, the other sort of annoying child actor from the 90s. Yeah. They're not the same person? No. Are they not? No. Ah. Okay, well, he's not in Dungeons and Dragons, but the guy who looks a bit like him and has floppy hair as well, and was also in a 90s show, is. But he's not in this. No. But Justin Long was in Secrets DSV alongside the dolphin. Alongside the dolphin? Yes. Inappropriately or appropriately alongside the dolphin? Uh, well, he kept swimming around with it in the innards of the ship when he wasn't allowed. They kept trying to stop him, but uh, no one listened. You know. It's very sad for the dolphin. Yeah, indeed. Sequest DSV, of course, has another link to Drag Me to Hell, insofar as Ted Raimi, Sam's younger brother, uh, was in it. Who was Ted Raimi in Sequest DSV? I think he was the comms officer. Uh, that sounds familiar. Do you think we're focusing perhaps a bit too much on Sequest DSV rather than Drag Me to Hell? Maybe the listeners want to know more about the tenuous Sequest DSV links. Could be, could be. Of course, when you work with a Raimi, you do tend to work with Raimis again and again, uh, as you can see by the car that is in every Sam Raimi film, including this film. Uh, but Bruce Campbell isn't, which is a bit of a shocker. It's a bit of a shame. There's a lot of fanboys out there, uh, myself included, who was hoping he was going to make some sort of guest appearance, maybe on a poster or as a cleaner or a doorman or a waiter or something. Yeah, he's a, he managed to get it into all the Spider-Man films. But of course, what's interesting about that is that for years, fans have been asking Campbell and Raimi if they're going to make Evil Dead 4. Uh, and they never quite got around to it, even though they keep sort of pretending they're going to, but it's really not going to happen because Raimi's too busy doing other stuff. However, Drag Me to Hell is a bit like an Evil Dead film. Yes, indeed. I really enjoyed it. It very much reminded me of a lot of the classic horror-type movies from the early 80s, the look and feel and the sound of the film was very reminiscent of the Evil Dead yes. films. One and two, not so much Evil Dead 3 or the medieval Dead. Yeah, which isn't really an Evil Dead film, it's a slapstick comedy with zombies in it. With two endings, yes. neither of which really make the film any better in context of it being an Evil Dead film. I think Evil Dead 3 is very much... Army of Darkness, that's what the subtitles are yes. called, uh, is very much... It stands alone as an alright-ish early 90s horror comedy kind of thing, but taken in context with the other two Evil Dead films, <laughs> Yeah, whereas Drag Me to Hell, I like to consider from now on, I think, as Evil Dead 3, sort of. And it kind of achieves perhaps what they were trying to do with Army of Darkness, which was take the Evil Dead kind of niche, unpleasant horror thing and expand it out for the mainstream because Drag Me to Hell is a big studio picture and it's got a pretty girl in it and it's all very professional and well made and it's got expensive CG and stuff like that in it uh, but at the same time it's really quite nasty uh, while still being really funny and slapstick and without giving too much away it has an innovative use of a goat yes, yes, possibly what was the, when was the last time you saw a good Muppet? a good Muppet? yes oh, last time I saw a good Muppet would have been on YouTube with the very highly rated oh what is it it's um was it a clip from the muppets no it's one of the new ones they've done where you've got the swedish chef beaker and animal doing something from carmen harborana or something like that it's very funny i recommend you look it up on youtube okay but, but there's no goats in it no and it still is actually a muppet so basically mm. whereas drag me to hell obviously doesn't actually have muppets in it because that would spoil the atmosphere a little bit uh, but instead it does have this sort of animatronic goat creature thing that has lines of dialogue very interesting lines of dialogue I thought they were part of the crux of the whole film yes now, you see I've read a few comments from people online 
and they thought the goat spoiled the film. Really? Yes, which Who I think is madness. Um, well, I wouldn't like to say the names because you know then they might get into trouble for having silly opinions. But yeah, they felt that the goat was one step too far towards comedy and kind of spoiled the scares of that particular scene. Oh, I recall that when we saw the film, uh, we were pretty much laughing all the way through. Not in a laughing at a pathetic spectacle of a horror movie, but actually laughing at the sheer absurdity of some of the horror, which still was very shocking, but it shocked you and made you laugh. So it was a, a emotion fest. Yeah, it was the, the kind of childish thing of laughing at incredibly sick stuff. But I think the line that the film treads all the way through is that it's incredibly gross and very funny because of that because you know when there's the chin biting going on that we're talking about there's tons and tons of slime going all over the place and it's absolutely filthy um, and every single action sequence I mean there's there's the fight between the, the gypsy granny woman who's about 90 and Alison Lohman who's not 90 uh, 30s 30s yes uh, in, a, in a car park and it's all staged like it could be something out of one of the Spider-Man films and when you've got a kind of fairly normal girl fighting a very old, decrepit-looking old woman, it, it's hilarious. It is indeed. And were there innovative use of tools? Or I can't remember. Staples. Staples. Yes, yes. that's it. Yes. Yes, yeah, stapler as a weapon attacking an old granny, which you don't really see in many films. Uh, and it's funny than you'd expect. So maybe it should be in more comedies. Yes, it should. So, overall, Simon, would you recommend our listeners out there go out, if they can, to see the film, or go get it on DVD? Would rent or buy on DVD? Ooh, that's a tricky one. Possibly buy, because I imagine it's one that you could watch again and again with friends in a silly situation and find it very funny. Of course, it's one of those films where, if you find horror films funny, not as in you think they're pathetic and laugh at them, but as in you watch Dog Soldiers and you find it funny, as well as a bit scary, but, you know, you laugh at it. And if you're one of those people in the cinema that's laughing lots while everyone else in the cinema is absolutely terrified and kind of looks oh, at you funny, like that. yeah, then Drag Me to Hell is a really good film. Hmm. If uh, you like your horror to be really straight and like Stanley Kubrick type horror, then it's probably a bit too daft. So, yeah, so if you have a sense of humour, then Drag Me to Hell is highly recommended. If you don't have a sense of humour, then I feel sorry for you. Yeah, <laughs> sucker. Yep. We should probably play a clip. <laughs> yeah. And here's a clip of the film right now. E. So that was episode zero of It's a Rap, Simon and Wayne's Spiffing Movie Review. If you'd like to follow what we're doing, you can do so on Twitter um, by following Spiffing Review, or you can keep an eye on our blog, which is at www.spiffingreview.com. And if you really feel inclined, you can email us via Simon and Wayne at spiffingreview.com. I hope you enjoyed it and I hope we continue to enjoy it and I hope you continue to enjoy listening to us talking about rubbish. Bye!